it now Cause it probably won't last Portland That it is on your podcast Welcome to episode 25 of the Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. This is a momentous occasion. Why? Well, is it because we're recording on the last day of office of that shit-haired orange gibbon? No. (laughs) Jonathan, tell us why this is our special episode. This is very special because uh, this is year one, the one year anniversary of the Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. Uh, Yeah, it's pretty amazing. We are very thankful that anyone listening has joined us to partake in our shenanigans, but I don't think anyone thought we would ever do this for a year. Insert fanfare. Yeah. Randy tried to quit like five times. Uh, and Thanks for bringing that up. Now I don't have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, it's, it's pretty fun. It's amazing that we've done it for this long. And especially with the, you know, when we first started to do this, there was still a pandemic, not a pandemic. And uh, uh, when we first started to do this, there was still a soccer touchdown. Well, what I was going to say is we definitely had a much different vision for the podcast than what it turned into just given COVID-19 and the fact that it still turned into to what it did, I think, is, is pretty fun. And a big thank you to Mr. Greg Donnelly for injecting a little bit of life into our podcast through our rectums. It's <laughs> rectal. Um <laughs> Yeah, it certainly makes the podcast more enjoyable for me, not having to edit it. I don't, I'm not sh- still not sure why he does it. Greg, care to chime in on that? I really don't. The amount of nights that I have stayed up late uh, trying to make something presentable out of this garbled nonsense. <laughs> careful, careful. Uh, yeah. Whoa, that, <laughs> no, it's no, it's been a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, I'm a creative person, and it's sound is my, you know, my play space, and it's been an excellent creative outlet during this trying time. Well, this is uh, Mr. Jonathan Everett coming to you not live from uh, North <laughs> This is not Mr. Jonathan Everett coming to you, Randy, from North Port- Northeast Portland. Uh, I'm Josh. I'm Greg in a converted closet in Goose Hollow. Rock and roll McDonald's. Hey, man. Uh, speaking of rock and roll McDonald's, uh, I had the great pleasure of knowing Wesley Willis when I lived in Chicago. Um, Did you really? Yeah. Uh, I've been headbutted by him too. <laughs> I don't know if that's the thing that uh, I don't know if that doesn't come across in the music, but that was a thing that he would always do if you ran into him, like in the street or in a club or whatever. And sometimes he would just headbutt you for no reason, but there was usually no malice behind it, or else it was hard to tell if there was malice behind it. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, so- softest giant ever, man. Somewhere in my uh. Used to run into him all the time in the streets, just like you know, going to places, and like he'd be out there on the corner selling his CDs or selling his charcoal drawings and stuff. And it was uh, he was a rad dude. It was uh, sad when he passed away. So, um, soccer podcast. Oh yeah, that's what this is. I mean, we didn't put together any real um, format for this, 
other than some of the wins and some of the losses of one year of Portland Vanity Soccer Pad Podcast. Straight from Chicago. Chicago, kids. Oh, it's Boston. Sorry. It's wicked hardcore, kid. It's a fucking good <laughs> podcast. I mean, I think one of the, the favorite things that we did this year was obviously the the footy Donzo interview. It was I would say our first jump into almost journalism. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I forget uh, the episode number that was, but for Footy to agree to come join us. Episode 11. Oh, that is episode 11. I mean, he clearly didn't listen to the podcast prior to joining us. Uh, and uh, th- thank thank God. Uh, and But it was fun just to... Uh, is one of the things I wanted to recreate when we were making the podcast in the first place was there were things that I really liked from, say, Soccer Touchdown and Soccer Made in Portland, where you'd get to hear a player perspective. And I mean, the Soccer Touchdown dudes totally owned that market and had amazing interviews. And so I finally, like, when we did that, I felt like we got to to contribute at a level to what like, you know, where they already raised the bar significantly high. So that was really fun. And it all started just based on some charity stuff that Footy was doing for for folks back in Gambia. So it, that was a pretty fun interview. It all started like this whole thing did, which is Jonathan's wallet. <laughs> money, 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 <laughs> bitches. <laughs> so, yeah, the interview that it was and I was shocked that we were able to get that. Shocked when he actually followed through, you know, we actually got a hold of him and then it, it went, I thought it went really well. The great thing about that was he turned out to be just as good of a person in real life as he did in the interview. At the time, he was lamenting that he, he wasn't playing and because of, I forget, all the weirdness with the, the contracts in the league that he was playing and he wanted to move back to Portland. And after that interview he ended up getting signed by t2 and now he lives in portland and he's doing a lot of soccer trainings for kids and it's 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 great that he's in town and i, I and he, it turns out he the act that he it's not an act his his uh demeanor and his just overall friendliness and happiness and the person that he is in that interview is the person that he is in real life when you if you see him or yeah. him on the field he's still like to this just a couple of weeks ago, just sent me a message on Facebook, checking in, seeing how we were doing, how things are going. I was like, you, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Uh, <laughs> but again, Randy, just again, to reiterate the, the chiming in and the character piece of it, it's he, he was really is just that dude. He really generally wanted to know how I was doing. Yeah. So, oh yeah. I believe um, it. Good dude. Josh, how many times has he called you? None? No. <laughs> I don't even think he knows who I am. Dude, the Debbie Downer sound. Yeah, this um podcast is basically Randy and Jonathan talking and me and Greg just chatting behind the scenes. Yeah. Ooh, what are you talking shit about? Oh, usually not during. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I've realized that Greg has inserted some dinging sound in recent releases of the podcast in which it is clearly signifying something someone is saying uh, and I'm sure it's making fun of me I don't know what it is but it's good <laughs> you haven't figured it out I mean I, I 
I know it's there, and um, I'm sure I'm saying something I just don't know exactly. It's the use of the word fantastic. 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 Anytime somebody uses the word fantastic. And this is a good time for me to uh, insert the supercut that I made of everyone saying fantastic (laughs) over all 24 episodes. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Fantastic. Oh, that's fantastic. Fantastic. Fantastic save. Fantastic win. So fantastic. It was fantastic. I mean, that was a pretty that, fantastic. 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 That's fantastic. And that was fantastic. <laughs> that feels fantastic. Fan freaking tastic. Fantastic job. Fantastic. COVID 19. Dogs are fantastic, except for Poppy. Um, She's a shit. All fantastic human beings. Strike. That was fantastic. Not fantastic. Well, that was great. Fantastic. It's going to be fantastic. It's fantastic. Fantastic. Bond of that you did. I think it's fantastic. 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 That was pretty fantastic. Fantastic, boys. Fantastic. <laughs> fantastic player for us. Fantastic. It's going to be fantastic. It's fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. Um, it's a fantastic field to play on. Not fantastic. And Gregory, I heard your music playing days are fantastic. Oh, my God. That's fantastic. Wow, what a fantastic end-of-the-year episode. Fantastic. So, I mean, footy interview, amazing, and really cool to listen to his story, hearing about his, like, you know, adventure to college in the U.S. and getting to play then professionally, and uh, it was just really, really interesting. And that kind of turned into another player interview because it put us on the map. (laughs) You're welcome. Randy, tell us about the Ka interview. Oh yeah, well that was uh, that was us picking up table scraps from Soccer Touchdown. It was something those guys had set up and couldn't get it together to make it happen. And uh, JP handed it off to us, and uh, that was another fantastic interview, um, especially because those guys knew each other. And we asked Footy a little bit about Ka in his interview, and so it was it was it was. Uh, that was, that was another great interview. You know what? It was fantastic. <laughs> uh, I really liked I You could tell that Footy was like a softer soul than Ka. Oh, yeah. Ka, Ka is like the dude who would grab your nuts your in the huddle or grab yeah, your nuts on the set piece. Smack your books down in the hallway and then kick you in the junk when you bent over to pick them up uh, and then laugh and then, you know, but still then help you pick up the books. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That was the, my favorite part of that interview was when uh, it was either me or you asked him about his, his uncle or his cousin yeah, yeah. who, uh, from the Marvel movies, and he tried to deny any relation in the moment, and then he's like, "Oh wait, you guys did your research, didn't you?" And that dude just like total jokester the whole time. I fucking right, like, I, I still don't know if they're actually related because you you can't you don't know I don't know how to read him you know. Yeah, I ended up buying the jersey for the the team that he coaches just to be supportive. Right, which is which is he's still coaching this year. I saw. But it was weird, like Canadian European sizes. So, like me and Greg are like four XL in those motherfuckers. <laughs> um, but everybody else is probably a normal like two XL or three XL. That things are tight. 
I thought that was pretty damn cool. And it again, just an opportunity to talk to someone who's experienced so much in in the game. And he didn't really dish on the stuff that happened at FC Cincinnati, but he certainly alluded to some things we never would have gotten to hear otherwise. It's just really cool to hear that perspective. Yeah, I can't remember. Was it in our podcast he talked about not having kids or not wanting to have a son? In yeah, that's correct because he was worried about um, people. He, people were saying to him, uh, "Are you?" Because this is like right when the murder of George Floyd happened, yeah. and he was saying, "Do you?" Uh, people are like, "Are you sad? You don't have a son?" Because I guess he has two daughters, and he was saying, "No." He's like, "I don't have to worry about them not making it home at nighttime, given the current climate." And that was a. Uh, very very deep that was at the time all that shit was like really fresh like in the moment fresh yeah so like yeah i didn't know you know come clean i I didn't know how to broach any kind of subject like that you know what i mean like uh and and so it's like it's a it's a delicate thing to talk about especially as as a white guy and you don't want to be like hey what's your deal or like how do you feel about everything (laughs) yeah Right. But anyway, yeah, that was, um, yeah, well, that was an awkward transition there. Hey, you know what? My favorite part of both of those interviews was the fact that they both said they were not going to listen to it after they were done. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was they're like, yeah, I'm never going to listen to this garbage. I remember being really kind of nervous about the footy interview, but, and then having done that one, it was easier to go and do the car one after that. Yeah, the footy yeah. one was a little nervous, like before, not knowing what we were actually doing. <laughs> but we, we, yeah. we, um, yeah, we, we had enough notes. We remember we had it like scripted out, ready to go, and uh, yeah, we yeah, did our did. research. Yeah. It was good. We even had like who was going to say what. Yeah, all all this part is um not at all very interesting to Greg right now. No, I'm super into this. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> okay. Remember how great the podcast was before Greg joined? Yeah. <laughs> well, that was really my next question, which was going to like tie into the to the next funny, which is, hey, Josh, what interviews have you delivered for the podcast? <laughs> and then we'll hear cricket sounds. Slowly, like, yeah, my mental health has slowly been deteriorating over the last year. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm happy I'm just still here at this point. So <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. So, Greg, I mean, considering that you've contributed more to this podcast than Josh in terms of interviews, tell us about your interview. <laughs> uh, we had on uh, Luke Babson, one of the co-founders of PDXFC, to help him promote the uh, WeFunder campaign for the team going supporter-owned. And he was a lot of fun. I had met him once in person prior to having him on. And seen the team a couple times and was just really stoked to support a lower division team that's not the Timbers. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. That was episode 17. That, that was a that was another good one. Another one of my favorite episodes, too. I feel like um, yeah. our interview episodes are our best ones. I I definitely agree. He And he was... He sounded very professional and articulate and very passionate about what he was doing. Greg uh, started editing episodes around uh, 13. It was the episode after the call interview, I think. Yeah, Yeah, the Greg experiment. The Greg experiment. Yeah, episode 13. So, 
Well done, Greg. Thanks. Hey, thank you. And thank you guys for letting me in on your shit. It has uh, made me not quit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We should have let him go one more episode. Then we would have had Randy out of this thing. Yeah. Well, then it would just been you and Greg, and then you wouldn't have had anything, man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck you. It would have been like. Fucking you. An hour and a half. Each episode would be like an hour and a half full of like sex coward jokes. Yeah. And me swearing and uh, <laughs> talking about how COVID-19 is fake. <laughs> um, I really feel like the pod has three distinct phases as someone who listened before they joined. Huh? And one was episodes one through ten when you guys were doing your thing and the second phase is the interviews because they definitely feel and sound different than yeah. anything else before well we had um, we had some early we had some interviews in the first 10 episodes we had travis diskin the patch sessions oh, yeah that's true um Ray, Mark prince metal super earlier yeah prince metal um that was episode 10 but yeah I definitely feel like all our strongest episodes are the ones um, where we have interviews. And then there was the backyard sessions. All right. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, that was a rough look. <laughs> COVID cup uh, backyard drinking sessions. Yikes. Man, I am, I am not embarrassed for my behavior. <laughs> but yeah, that's phase three. And then after that is the modern era. Or is that now? Are yep. we modern now? Yep, we're in the modern era. You know what nobody cares about, apparently? What? Is um, CONCACAF. Son of a bitch, man. Yeah, there's not many listens on that. Yeah. I was going to guess people don't care about an episode titled Meh. <laughs> that, is, uh, that is true. We we I think we learned that uh, that lesson. <laughs> well, what episode is that? That's, um, oh, that's uh, it's got more listens than CONCACAF. Yes, it does somehow. Yeah, you know what? what let's not forget we had another good uh, interview episode that I, I really enjoyed, which was your buddy Sean, the Columbus Crew fan. Oh yes, yeah. thank you, Sean, for joining us. Yeah. And uh, he got some good feedback from some of his Columbus fans when he shared it on the Columbus Reddit pages. So yeah, they must super cool. They must not. What's our listeners for that? Uh, yeah, they don't must not have very many fans either. <laughs> that's my thing. Um, I I also think Luke Babson is suspect because he doesn't like IPAs. I'd like to call that out. I don't really care for him either. Randy, you don't like fucking anything. I like you know the IPAs. Actually, uh, I don't like. I'm always surprised by a, a, an IPA that's not super bitter. I, I don't like the super bitter IPAs. But fuck, man, I'm this is I'm going to be a broken record. Uh, you, it sucks going to a grocery store in Portland because your choices are 80 IPAs, um, you know, like one Porter and like Budweiser. Oh, totally. What do you want to drink? I'm with you. Uh, I couldn't even get a goddamn Oktoberfest beer this year, this fall, because they, you know, you couldn't find one. How hard did you look? I went to a couple different stores, man. I went to Safeway. I went to some other store <laughs> you're like the dude who couldn't find sunshine in the only day well, you know year, i, went to, I even went to new seasons too it's like a million ipas and you know imperial ipas and you know piss off That's what 
You know what uh, else? Yeah. As long as I'm complaining about stuff, you know what else is that great? <laughs> Jonathan, also not that great, Ted Lasso. It's just oh. okay. Oh, boo. Yeah. It is just okay. Randy, that is the hottest take ever. You are an idiot. Really? <laughs> it's just okay. It's not great by any stretch of the means. I disagree firmly. Whoever's, that show was wonderful. So does 99% of the people who watched it. What's that? I said so does 99% of the people who watched yeah. it. What, what, is your, what is your critique of the show, Randy? Let's hear okay. it. So setting aside, it's obviously a low-budget show, and they don't have, you know, they can't really make it look like it's a real Premier League team, you know. Uh, I'll cut them some slack on that, but like whoever's their their football advisor doesn't do a good job of you know like explaining you don't have plays and you know like there's not like it's not like wrong. In one of the first episodes, they're like, oh, we'll have this play where the guy who's really good with the ball instead of going to, and trying to score, he passes it off at the last minute. Like, oh, that's wow. part of the joke. What that's a- part of the joke. He's an American football coach where they have plays. Yeah, but they weren't presenting it like that. They, they, there was no wink, wink, nudge, nudge during that. That was like uh, the thing that they said they actually did, and it worked. And they're like, oh, like that's somehow a revelation. I think that's an R slash whoosh moment for you, Randy. Mm. Whatever. It's it's not, it's not <laughs> bad. It's just it's just not great. It's it's enjoyable. I you know I like it, but it's not it's not as fantastic as everyone says it's going to be. Even based on the commercials, um, they don't even really capitalize on on that character that that was created for the commercials that kind of stuff so there no but you can't make a tv show about that dude you can make a commercial about that dude it was his his shit in those commercials was over the top oh, and it was that very funny gotta cancel my apple tv plus yeah cancel it yes uh and wait till season two i imagine that the budgets for season two and season three are going to be significant and that will uh some of that stuff will uh, will change but they use real man city logos all in that show for jamie tarts uh right yeah yeah and they you know the real teams notice that they don't ever show a loss to uh them them beating a real team right like it's never i mean they they probably i'm sure they have to ask permission to use those names and logos and and none of those teams want to give the okay to to lose to the fictional afc richmond which is kind of funny yeah josh have you watched the show i haven't watched it yet god damn it let me tell you about Uh, it josh it's good (laughs) it's not great it's okay yeah i'm gonna watch it at some point i just don't want to deal with apple tv right now yeah it's a pain in the ass uh, let's let's go over some of the shit that Randy hates uh, for fun. So <laughs> you don't like IPAs, right? You don't like Ted Lasso. Okay. You don't it's like okay. the you don't like the Beatles. You don't like yeah, any okay, music that was. Wait, say that again. And they're just okay. They're not great. Um, and you don't like any music that wasn't written in 1980. Did you know Randy hates fun? Uh, that's not true. Are you sure? I'm very, very sure. Still has to uh, sound like it was recorded in 1980, but it can be written later. <laughs> it so it you had don't to be like mastered on a cassette. Yeah, yeah. You don't like <laughs> from Patch Patrol. What? Um, That's not true. Jesus, <laughs> man. I'll cut that out. 
<laughs> Don't worry, Randy. I'll cut that out. Maybe just beep his name. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, oh, that'd be really uh, funny. Just you don't like from Patch Patrol. Um, <laughs> All the listeners are like, "Is it me?" Is yeah. It me? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what What else don't you like, Randy? Just go on. Let's talk, let's, let's make 2021 great. Jeff Sutton. I'm a big fan of the live interviews. For example, Timber Jim, which I don't think we had. Oh, that's not true. We did. Uh, that was from Randy recording from the um, Travis Diskin, uh, PDXFC ownership, and probably most prominently, Pa Moduka and Footy Danso. And from a British listener, Mr. Jake Bland, West Bromwich Albion West fan. West Bromwich Bucks. Loser. They're above Burnley right now, I think. No, no, they're not. <laughs> he doesn't care. He doesn't care about their place in the um, on the table because they beat the wolves, and that's all that matters. Yeah, I guess the wolves have been waiting like eight eons to beat them. I don't know. And then they failed. Overhampton Wonders. Uh, he uh, is appreciative of his automated English accent um, because. In real life, the reason he doesn't leave us actual voicemails is because Jake himself sounds American and it embarrasses <laughs> him in his native country. Craig, I'll, uh, <laughs> Craig, you have a you have a Mac, right? Yes. Do you want to uh, you want to text a speech that in in, in his automated? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jake Bland replying to at PD's Vanitas Oxum. My automated English accent was a real highlight for me. All right, then. Well, let's, uh, as we continue on our, our favorite memories from the pod, I really did like interviewing Travis Diskin and having him come over and join us in the, the room that I'm now using to record from. Uh, and yeah. we, sh- we shared hop waters and mm, Travis. Hop waters. <laughs> oh, dude, hop waters are so good. If if they uh, if they did not exist, I would not do Dry January. Hmm. But we sat up here, and he reminisced about the days of the Timbers Army of old, and the Kenny fucking Cooper chant. <laughs> it was glorious. Yeah. Sorry, Travis. I guess there's not a lot of conversation about your interview that anyone's interested in. Well, Travis sucks. We all know that. That was one of our highest uh, rated uh, episodes, I believe, is because we were able to post that in Patch Patrol. And get all that extra traffic. Oh, well, then let's get them back on. Yeah, there you go. Everyone's loving that there's no PPPPPPP this year. Who's loving that? No one. Everyone's complaining about it. Uh, How? What are they complaining about? Like they want to get together? Yeah. Well, and they know no one. You know, no one can. So it's like everyone's itching to be around people again and some semblance of normal. Speak of things I hate, people. Randy. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, so the the absolute ridiculous thing that Jonathan said at the beginning of this whole thing oh, was no we're worse get than to the, the 2020 losses in just a minute. Just calm down, Randall. <laughs> yeah, no, we can go straight into it. Oh man, how again, I've owned it at least 5 times since oh, yeah. that episode. Uh, but damn, was I wrong? and the the whole it's just like the flu and i'm gonna own it and double down at the same time are you ready well it is sort of uh yeah it is like the flu 
But we just brought we we broke uh today, I believe we broke four hundred thousand deaths. Yes. America is in first place yet again. I don't hear you celebrating that. USA. Um, USA. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but in, in seriousness, it it is like the flu. It's just a really shitty one, and we're not prepared for it, and everyone in this country is a bunch of fucking assholes. And if everybody would have done the right thing, even when I was being very blasé about it, and like, oh, it's just like the flu. Like, who cares? Like, blah, blah, blah. People stopped, you know, they should have, you know, washed their hands and socially distanced and wore no, masks. Totally. They didn't do that shit. And that's why it's the problem that it is. And the fact that there are vaccines out now uh, is crazy to think, you know, it took, you know, how many months to to do that. A lot of this could have been avoided if people like Randy didn't go to Cannon Beach and ruin it. For- <laughs> Wasn't that bitch. the main reason why this <laughs> happened? <laughs> yeah, dude. It was It was like, it was going down in Oregon until Randy went to Cannon Beach. With Patient zero. Randy in Cannon Beach. <laughs> yeah. He, he sneezed in his car, like, through the, through the mountain pass, and that spread through rain clouds. And it's made it across the whole country. I hope you sleep well at night. But yeah, no, you're right. And I was so I was still traveling at that point for work. Uh, and even at that point, that was February, I think. Yeah, it was the end of February because it was right before I went to L.A. Yeah. And it was still like, OK, because everyone started to panic and like you can never leave your house. And I'm like, calm down, everyone. It's not like it's just like the flu. It's not a big deal. And again, very wrong. Very, very, very wrong. Jesus, do you remember how scary? Well, I don't know about you guys, but you know, maybe this is just me or my family because my wife and my son have asthma and other conditions. But for a while there, I was I was going doing all the shopping so that those guys wouldn't have to, my wife especially wouldn't have to go into a store but it was just kind of be be kind of freaked out every time I had to go to the store to get something you know I'm still that like I was yeah I would talk a lot of shit but in reality like I haven't really left the house <laughs> since like March like I don't go out I don't like I go to the market like either early in the morning or late at night I don't I'm never around people. It's like it's driving me insane. Mm. But it's I'll still short, talk shit like it's a about short it. Trip, Josh. I know, but <laughs> I go to the grocery store and I try to lick every item. Um, <laughs> just so if I do have it, I want everyone to enjoy it with me. No, man. I we for the longest time were grocery shopping and bringing stuff back and wiping things down with like those Clorox wipes. Oh, and- I never did that. We were trying to be super cautious, and then, you know, after it becoming a regular habit or part of the unpacking of the grocery store, (laughs) Brianna was like, you do know that that actually doesn't do anything, right? And uh, I had to look at her and be like, yes, it does. It kills the coronavirus. It says it right here in the box. And um, (laughs) the chances that it's still alive and on that item when you bring it home is slim to none um, outdoor watching of the matches the socially distance outdoor covid cup matches it's probably the biggest thing i've done oh at your house yeah that was fun you remember when your dog bit margo <laughs> <laughs> it's um i didn't see it so it didn't happen yeah. <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't care you know she's she'd be right back at it 
Remember when yeah. Jonathan tried to talk her? Was it Jonathan tried to talk her into jumping off the treehouse into the onto the trampoline? No, no, calm down. I was just asking her if she was capable. I didn't tell her to do it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was when your kids were uh, out there during that one, and their and their one friend came over, and they were up there in the treehouse throwing like bean bags at each other's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, just dropping them on, yeah. <laughs> on the trampoline. Yeah, like, oh, like each time it would hit a nut, you could hear the oh, and everyone's laughing. And, you know, parents are supposed to be like, you knocked that off, but like, she was funny. So you can't really, you can't really discipline them for that. Yeah, there you go. The other thing, here's another thing that I regret from the podcast, which was uh, on the first episode, we came out like, guns blazing and at that point i think i was still trying to uh be cool and i made fun of more sonic and i felt bad about that afterwards oh you just made fun of the theme song yeah but it was still kind of like a dick move where i was like uh i said it was really bad well one of their kids made it I know that's one of the reasons that I felt bad because uh, afterwards and they they wrote about it on Twitter and they said they made fun of my kid's picture on the logo right. for the podcast, which was, which was you, Randy, and they made fun of the theme song. Uh, but then we did give them credit because that was the I'm not gay, but I'm not dead uh, about George Clooney or whoever it was. Uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. That was very, very, very funny. And I feel I feel bad for the way that I presented that because it, it could have been could have been presented differently in a way that would have articulated what my point actually was versus taking a cheap shot. So my apologies. Uh, I bought one of their t-shirts. You guys seen me too. The pride flag with the iron front over the top of it. That says more Sonic. And then they got mad at themselves for doing that. He's like, I didn't know I could have just done it without more Sonic. They got they got mad at themselves for self promoting. They they yeah. Uh, but he was very good about it because uh, if someone really wanted a shirt, he would just give them one anyway, and then other people paid more right. uh, for yeah. a shirt. So people who didn't have money could get one during the heat of that crazy. So that is some fantastic. I ordered redistribution one in of extra large because I'm ex- that's how I live. And they didn't have it. And <laughs> he tried to, uh, he was like, I can give you a red one. I was like, no, nah, that's, that's okay. I don't, I don't want one. Just keep the money. That's cool. And you know, like he desperately wanted to give me a refund or something, but uh, actually, but then I, uh, I wouldn't let him. Um, but then like, like a month later in the mail out of the blue, the right size shirt and the right color showed up. So it was great. I think all the funds from those shirts went to Sarah and her campaign. Oh yeah. Remember they went to something that was worthwhile. Yeah. You guys remember when Ted Wheeler won the runoff? That was cool. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God. But yeah, so big big regret, feel bad. And then it was like the ep- two episodes later is when I talked about the pandemic. So I I had a couple of big big misses there right in the beginning. Uh, do I apologize? Yeah. Who was that Yahoo in the first half of the podcast yeah. season? I oh, it's like that whole thing. Like, that do you guy, feel bad or do you feel good that you knew that you've you've grown as a human? That guy went to the halfway to Salem to protest at the at the Capitol. Yeah, <laughs> I I am definitely. I, I I feel that I would have I would have done that differently. Sorry, guys, if you hear this, which I'm sure you will not. <laughs> 
Uh, the other thing I feel bad about is the amount of editing that Greg has had to do given our lack of ability to stay on task and the awful, awful things that I say that are recorded on some audio file somewhere that Greg has. You know, so um, just be nice to him for the rest yeah, of the day. Yeah, if I, I will never run for public office. And uh, if I did, Greg would have to become like my campaign manager. Yeah, he he would be everything. He'd be like, like, hey, I'm actually not going to work. You're just going to pay me all the money. I'd be like, yep, that sounds good. <laughs> um, uh, but I've said many, many terrible things that Greg has had to edit out. And uh, I, I don't regret any of those either. But I do not want them on the air. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I never say anything bad. Yeah, That is not yeah. true. <laughs> I guess uh, the only thing I'm sorry about is that I don't really listen to the podcast anymore because I don't want to critique Greg's editing. And it it took a lot for me to let that go, to not have complete control over everything. And so as a result, I've just decided that I'm not going to listen. Probably for the best. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's it's just audio of us making fun of Randy. (laughs) Right, yeah. Yeah, Nothing that I've recorded is actually on any of the episodes. It's just just like... (laughs) (laughs) It's just you guys making fun of me. (sighs) Well, should we keep going? Should we make more episodes? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. But hold on a minute. Like, Randy, that's your only regret? (sighs) Uh, I mean, I guess I could say I regret probably not preparing for as much as we could have for some of the episodes, but I mean, like this one, yeah, like this one. Um, I know I don't, I mean, what, what else is there to regret? I didn't call anybody in names or I haven't, uh, downplayed the coronavirus or anything. So, but you traveled to Cannon beach. We established that. <laughs> um, shut up. <laughs> my regret is before I was actively working on this podcast, I was just writing jingles and whether or not they made it on the air uh, was up to you guys. And since I've been a lot more active, I have not had the time to write jingles. And we th- we never turned down one of your jingles, did we? Nope, not a single one. You guys played all of them, which is really cool. And uh, so I, regret, I, I regret that. Uh, Greg changed our theme song without asking anybody. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> twenty episodes to figure that out. Yeah, uh, I still say that we should uh, we should re-record that and with all with all of us on backing vocals or something. Hell yeah, I'm oh, all for be, it. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'd like to get back into writing jingles. Well, they're fun. They are fun. I'd like to get back into writing jingles. Did you know that Randy hates fun? Yeah. Is uh, can you resend that so I can make that my ringtone for oh. Randy? <laughs> Did you know Randy hates fun? Speaking of jingles, um, one thing that we used to talk about a lot was poop, and Jonathan's poop talk jingle was a good one. Is it obvious? You know, other podcasts, you know, they, they talk a, a good 
bidet game, but they don't actually follow through with it. Uh. <laughs> huh. uh, Josh, uh, anything that you would like to discuss from 2020 that maybe you would have done differently besides the decline in your mental health? Um, try at all. Yeah, try. Is that a good one? <laughs> I do. Um, no, it's fun to like let you know, like see how it started and then how we are now. Like how much better you actually get talking in front of a microphone when I talk. Mm, yeah, I miss the microphone. Agreed. But um, yeah, no, I don't really. You know, I I like um my conspiracy theories, and I'm still gonna stick with that shit. <laughs> Tell what's the, what's the latest about Kate Brown coming from your side of the dark web. I don't even know. I don't care about any of that stuff anymore. I'm more, you know, into deep state stuff. Okay. Not, <laughs> not Kate Brown. Is that why you're on TikTok 24 hours a day? I'm, I'm way I'm way into TikTok now. I got like I got my MILF talk and my sync talk and um, my goth talk. I'm like I'm I'm set. Like I got, and then I got uh, a few um, crazy ones too, and they're fun. But that's about it. So, speaking of social media and and those types of power account, yeah. So, who? There's two parts of this question. Uh, one is, are you happy that Trump has been banned from social media, specifically Twitter? Uh, and the second question is. Even though you may like it, should he have been banned? Well, oh, I'll go first then. Um, I I love that he was banned. I don't think he should be banned because that's just the start of giving social media more control than they should have. Everyone should have a voice, no matter how horrible the voice is. This is where, Greg, you can cue in the conspiracy theory music for Josh. Josh goes on about conspiracy memes. He thinks 5G caused COVID-19. Hillary's all scaly and green. Did you really like pizza, you know what I mean? He suckles at Sean Hannity's teeth. They're socialist, mind-controlled, gender-changed, and immigrant, gay, frog, hormones, and are plant-based impossible beyond me. You heard me. Hey, flat Earth is pretty neat. There's no such thing as gravity. Wake up, sheeple. It was Obama's fault. But it's true, though. Don't you – okay, for a perfect example, don't you like to know what he's doing and thinking every day even though it's crazy? When you don't know what he's doing, it's even crazier. Josh, this is going to be an area where I actually agree with you. I am very happy that Trump is off of Twitter. I think he treated it very dangerously and that transpired into what – you know, the the attempted – coup but i do i i struggle with the the free speech part of it so if you take away trump uh and anything he's done uh although that's obviously historically or contextually very appropriate for the conversation it's difficult for me to be behind someone of that stature or importance being banned from essentially the english language 
and, and I, I definitely struggle with that. It's like it's not a free speech issue um, in terms of like letter of the law. Clearly, it's you know it's a private company, but it's like when Microsoft in the '90s used to charge for upgrades to um, their operating systems. When it's like you at that point needed to have a computer, like that became the de facto thing. And uh, if you couldn't afford the upgrade, it's again it's like owning the English language. Like anytime someone invents a new word, you can't get charged. For it. And so that's essentially what Twitter had become for for like anyone, like a Trump statue. Like that's how they communicate to people. That's how tons of people communicate to people. It's just the normal part of a day. And he could have gone to MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> hey Jonathan. I, yeah. If you were throwing a party at your house and there was like 50 people there, mm-hmm. and then some dude in a bad mood showed up. And started riling up the crowd, and you're watching this, and you're watching the guests at your party at your house get angry, and you're like, should I stop this guy? Should I let this guy keep going? And you decide to let him keep going. And then at the end of the night, he had them so riled up, they went down the street, broke into somebody else's house, and killed the people that lived there. Would you feel responsible for not speaking up and kicking this guy out sooner? Uh, Yeah, dude, I totally would. That's what happened on Twitter. Yeah, when you put Twitter is not the English language, and they it watch. It's not the English language. It's it a social media. Account. It's it's not Jonathan, man. It's not this. It's just Twitter, right? There's a bunch of different po- platforms he could have used. And- yeah, but if you can't keep track of these people, yeah, yeah but no, here's the I thing, though. okay. At first, it yeah, it was it was it was a glorious when he got kicked off because it's it's awesome. Anything that causes that guy mental anguish causes me great joy. <laughs> Um, but my, I did one of my first reactions was like, well, geez, man, that's the president of the United States of America. I mean, is that cool? Just to ban the the president of the United States of America. But then I had to think he, he doesn't behave like the president of the United States. He behaves like a small child. Um, and not knowing, not knowing what he says is, has been, Fantastic. Ding. Because Ding. <laughs> nobody, nobody, he's not antagonizing. I feel like half of the news cycle, maybe like two thirds of the news on any given day was based on some BS that he tweeted. Right. And w- without him able to do that, there's, you don't you don't have to worry about covering that stuff. You don't have to, there doesn't have to be a reaction to every stupid, pointless, imbecilic thing that he tweets. People don't have to. You know, there, there's not an equal reaction to that, and and so it's basically done us all a great favor. I mean, he still he could call press conferences and go to the podium at the White yeah, House, literally um, every day if he wanted to. Um, I don't disagree with anything that you're saying, and I'm not saying that. Uh, like when I say I agree with Josh, I don't think Josh said he wants. Trump to still have his Twitter all the time and doing crazy shit. It's just a slippery slope of of a of a different kind that you know it's somewhere where we really haven't been. Like I mean, if you change Trump out of this equation and you put in, say, you know, Twitter existed in you know Nazi Germany, and I'm not comparing uh, Hitler and and Trump in. Oh, I will. Uh, but uh, I, I of course you wouldn't want to give. Trump the or, or Hitler that type of access in communi- like uh, ability to communicate to the masses like it's it's crazy like you can't do it but you also conversely 
can't stop him from communicating to the masses. And so yeah. – What's that? But kicking him off Twitter doesn't stop him from communicating to the masses. There are other ways. I, and there's also there was the POTUS account. It's an official account for you know the president. The president will always have that account. The president shouldn't have a personal account while they're in office. Yeah, so I agree. The with president that. shouldn't even like really have a cell phone. Isn't that what Republicans got pissed off at Hillary for right before Benghazi? The emails, the emails. <laughs> the yeah, because you're not supposed perfect. to have. Yeah, you're supposed to only be using government devices. Yeah. 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 So again, like I, I if think they he treated him like Twitter. they treated every other Twitter user, he would have been banned ages ago. <laughs> did you, Did you see the article about that? Where it was a guy who set up a Twitter account that just retweeted exactly word for right, word right, what yeah. Trump tweeted, and he got banned multiple times. Yeah, in like five days or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a really cool experiment, but yeah, they they certainly gave him leeway to where it wasn't, you know, probably some, you know, machine learning algorithm that is, uh, you know, auto blocking you for right. you know, proposed hate speech. But it's again, it's it's just a slippery slope of uh, what you ban because that, you know, if it well, turns into parlor is was that's not that wasn't a smart move. What wasn't a smart move? The part getting rid of parlor. Like you need to give people places to talk. Like Amazon had no reason. I yeah, I don't agree with you on that one. Yeah, why? Because it's that one. You know, I don't get me wrong. It was all hate, but it was like that was a lot freer of a platform than a art Twitter or a Facebook or an Instagram. Are you just upset that your parlor account got deleted? Yeah. Uh, it's not about being free. That's a fucking crazy thing about it. It's if you want to, like, everyone's like, it's my freedom of speech, and blah, blah, blah. No, if you want to be an asshole, there are consequences to that. Like, if you talk oh, to I agree with that. But don't you want to know who the asshole is? Remember, do you remember, like, before this rise of white supremacy, when they were all, like, below the, you know, like, hiding in the shadows and this and that, and come out once in a while and do something stupid? You know, like it's great in these last four years to know who they all are. Yeah, but I, but I also feel like Trump's platform um, in the media, social media, allowed him to create and propagate that and, and help it grow to a lot larger than it would have been without him. Yeah. And, and also, at what point do we start talking about the fact that like MAGA itself is like a cult? Because he brainwashed people into joining them in a sense. And they also, you know, like you hear from like parents that are like, my kid was normal. And then all of a sudden they started like following QAnon and Trump and MAGA stuff. Like if they're following, that means that it's like a cult. So you want a platform for them to be able to get together and continue to cultify themselves. Well, would you – OK. So the, would you rather them be on a platform that can be secretly monitored like everything is by the NSA and the government or would you want them to be on something – right. But Or would you re- want them to be on something like Telegram that's not monitored at all and can't be monitored? Uh, it's, isn't that like Signal, like the messaging app? Yeah, it's like uh, this is like it disappears. Like it's not the government's not monitoring that shit. I don't think they can. It's yeah. like encrypted. Yeah, you think they can't? Uh, Trump and Putin conspiring via Snapchats yeah. back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, 
Again, I uh, I I'm glad they uh, knocked down Parlor. I, I I reject your notion of it being quote unquote freer. Freer doesn't mean like it. Yeah, that's a that's a that's the wrong adjective to use to uh, explain. Oh, um, totally is. Yeah, it's that they're like, oh, we're we're not we're not here to censor people. We'll let people say what they want to say, and it's like, well, cool. That's what gets people killed. So those fuckers should be checked on Parlor, and I'm glad that big tech did gang up on that dude for being like this. I'm a victim of free speech and and blah blah blah. Fuck him um, and all that shit. And again, I. I I'm happy that Trump is off of Twitter. I, I, but again, agree that it's a dangerous precedent to set. Uh, electing Trump was a dangerous precedent to set. Oh, remember when he didn't win the popular vote? That was pretty cool. Twice. Who just opened a beer? Me. What are you drinking? I am drinking Fort George, the Optimist IPA. Oh, that's a very good choice. How did you find it? How were you able to find an IPA at the store? I know, right? I know. I I, I kind of agree with you though, Randy. I like I do like IPAs, but they're not my go-to. You don't need to have like, you don't be... need to have sixty variations of IPAs at the grocery store. No, Portland, Portland. Oh, not. <laughs> yeah, I'm it's, gonna have some IPAs delivered to Randy's porch well, tonight. It's worse. It's worse going going to a bar and they don't have a single stout on tap. Yeah, I just like Rainier. Coors Light, whatever, doesn't even matter. Jonathan, to be fair, pretty much all the IPAs that you bring over have been have been good. The ones that you brought over during our backyard sessions. Yeah, I think once we get a, a clear, oddly warm February day, which will happen, you know, fall spring, uh, we should go and record in your backyard again. Then I'll bring beers. All right, I'm up for that. We can record the backing vocals to the new intro song that day. Oh, that'd be awesome. So, uh, yeah, our neighbors will love that. Um, <laughs> do we have anything else? Are we ready to wrap this up? Yeah. Uh, no, I just I want to say thank you to you guys for doing this. It's been a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to continuing this project. I hope there's uh, soccer to talk about. Uh, I think we should still I, – we, I know we didn't do it for here, and I, I ri- had written it down about the predictions we made right. in the beginning of the season. But – we can talk about that as maybe we do our predictions for the the new season um, for our next episode. It's been fun. I really like it, and uh, I, I feel like I've gotten to know you guys a lot better individually. Randy, you kind of suck. Uh, Josh, you're absent-minded, and Greg, you're sexually attractive. So, <laughs> um, no, I, I appreciate you guys, and uh, thank you, Greg, for joining the ranks and taking on the the grunt work of editing. This has been awesome. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, every time I think about quitting, we record an episode, and I'm like, "Oh, this is really fun." It's uh, I'd like to thank you, Jonathan, for footing most of the bill for this. Whether it's recording equipment or random beers, it makes it all worthwhile. It's a good time. Yeah, message: for, Don't have kids. You do whatever. You want. <laughs> message: Don't have kids. Apply yourself in your professional life. <laughs> Sell out. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Josh? You have anything you want to say? No. Thanks for the input, Josh. We like it. Yeah, it's been it's been really fun. It's you know, I know I haven't been on a bunch of episodes, but 
once um, life gets back to normal, hopefully life will get back to normal. And um, it'll be, I hope next year will be pretty fun. It'll be fun. Like this year would have been pretty cool if we actually were able to go to more than two games in person. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it was all starting and then it just like all this shit happened and fucking sucked. But um, we love you. Yeah. I'm uh, training a poppy to bite extra hard for the next time you bring Margo over. (laughs) I'm not going to bring her because. And then, and then Greg, wind us out, man. Wind us out. Okay. Well, uh, thank you guys for letting me muscle my way into this podcast, whether you wanted me to or not. You got such strong arms. <laughs> and I guess I will close with. Can you give me some tips on how to get in on to soccer touchdown on a regular basis? Yeah. You just got to write some jingles <laughs> and then, uh, all right. Well, no, I didn't mean like wind us out. I mean like tell us your like wind us out of this episode. Wait, what were you what were you saying? Like you should tell us about like how you like us all and how you're really appreciative of how amazing we all are and and how this podcast is the greatest thing you've ever and yeah uh, and rate us on a scale of one to ten. <laughs> yeah, that's where I was going. Uh, Josh uh, one, <laughs> uh, Jonathan one. <laughs> And Randy a twelve yes. just because yeah. I'm scared. I'm scared that he's the only one that actually like will kick me off of this at some point. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, have to start, I have to start editing. <laughs> but no, like I said, uh it's been a outstanding creative outlet for me during this time and it's been a blast and it totally is awesome. Go Dodgers. There is now Go Dodgers. Go home and uh, edit this thing. Make it listen uh, while we're here, you can email us at portlandvanity at gmail.com. Tell us all of your favorite. What's that noise? That's the kazoo. Do you kazoo? <laughs> is that, is that the... uh, can you um, send Poppy over to Josh's house to take care of that problem? No, that was the kazoo. Remember? Didn't, wait, I didn't I get Jonathan? Didn't I get you? Didn't I buy you a kazoo? You did. Yeah, it's one, it's the same one because it was like a two pack, I think, or something. Thing is sick. Right. Email us at portlandvanity at gmail.com. Leave us a voicemail at 503-583-4235. Facebook at Portland Vanity. Twitter, PDX Vanity Soccer. Find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, Google Play, and Jonathan's mom. There you go. <laughs> She's got extra hey! freebies. All right. Oh. See you guys here wow. in another year. Yeah. Yeah. Stop recording. Peace. An adrenaline shot right in the butthole. Admit that the waters around you have grown and accept it that soon you'll be drenched to the bone. Just dumb down the content. If your time to you is worth saving, then you better start swimming or you'll sink like a stone. Or the times they are changing. Sorry, guys, I didn't mean to make it poo related. Yeah, we're still making a podcast. I did not know that there was going to be actual accountability on this podcast, Randy. Come gather around people wherever you are. I forgot what I was going to say. And admit that the waters around you have grown and accept it that soon you'll be drenched to 
How do you guys like doing this podcast? I hate it. Podcast all about Randy and all things Randy, all the time Randy. Randy, Randy, Randy. Come, senators, congressmen, please keep the call. Josh, what do you not feel about this? Stand in the doorway, don't lock up the hall. For he who gets hurt will be he who has stopped. Obviously, I don't bring value to anything. Outside raging, we'll soon shake your windows and rattle your walls. I'm like, I just want to release a split EP. What's <laughs> <laughs> the level above lukewarm? Randy. We are seeing a full character arc of Randy Kilwag <laughs> on this yeah. podcast. Pretty soon I'm going to enjoy fun. Come mothers and fathers throughout Josh is actually the silent genius behind all of this. That's what you can't understand. Your sons and your daughters are beyond your command. Everything I talk about is riveting content. It's rapidly aging. Please get out of the new one if you can't lend a hand for the time. They are a change. It's meh personified. Great content. <laughs> content of champions. Yeah, I'm really glad Josh made it. <laughs> oh, shit, you're recording. Oh, I <laughs> wish I was recording when uh, Randy said his voice was ambient noise. That would have been fun. <laughs> well, thank you very much for joining episode 25 of the Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. Yay. It's, you know, one Quarter year life crisis. than it should have been. Ha! <laughs> 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 Please redo that. This will be our last episode. <laughs> All right, kids. Welcome to episode 25 of the Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. All right, um, I'm going to mute until Randy gets through that intro. Sorry. Try again. What's wrong with that, man? That was great. I love it. Hey, Hi, kids. It uh-huh. was great. I'm doing it again. All right, kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kids. Hey, stuff it. You guys have gotten so good at this over the last year. <laughs> the interesting thing about my next comment is nothing. What were you doing? Like trying to slide off your trousers? I don't know, I'm, <laughs> I'm just get a uh, handful of tucking meat. my shirt in, a la Rudy. Sounds fantastic. <laughs> <Ding>. <laughs> hey guys, do you want me to leave this review of Xfinity in or cut it out? <laughs> Are they a sponsor? <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Comcast Xfinity from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And then he gave me a tug around the corner when you guys weren't looking. Nice. No, Josh, stop filing stuff. No, I know. God damn, me and my filing. Yeah, Speaking of Greg's balls, what else did the fans love about <laughs> Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast? Yeah, you get you get a cheap bidet experience, Randy. I mean, do you want to invest in your butthole or not? <laughs> I don't mind the cold water. Well, no can, yeah, no one can spend like ten thousand dollars on a like Toto like or crazy Japanese bidet. Viruses and germs only affect poor people, so that's not really anything concerned with. I have some uh, bidet questions for you, Jonathan. Fire away. Is it actually? Well, which one do you have? Do you have like that little like tushy thing or whatever it's called? That's just like that attachment. Yeah, that's. I don't have that particular one, but I have the same thing. 
Yeah. Yeah. See, because that doesn't have all the like real bidet features built in. Like, well, that's what I have, but it takes way less to dry off than it does to clean. Yeah. Maybe it's just how hairy your ass is. That might be. Yeah. yeah maybe all that waxing is coming. Like it's coming so, in handy. Oh, so you've got one too. Mine's like yours, Randy, but mine has a hot water hookup too. I, uh, I just like the shit to shower. I don't mind the cool. I don't mind the cold water. I don't mind the cold water. McDonald's is a place to rock. It is a restaurant where they buy food to eat. It is a good place to listen to the music. People flock here to get down to the rock music. Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. McDonald's will make you fat. They serve Big Macs. They serve Quarter Pounders. They will put pounds on you. Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. Hamburgers are the worst. They are worse than Burger King. A Big Mac has 26 grams of fat. A quarter pounder has 28 grams of fat. Rock and roll McDonald's! Rock and roll McDonald's! Rock and roll McDonald's! Rock and roll McDonald's! Rock over London, rock on Chicago. Wheaties, represent champions. 